Hi, I'm Jackie Leonardini. And I'm Brad Wallach, and this is Funny Energy. A show where Brad brings on a friend of his from the comedy world who he believes can benefit from an energy reading. And I'll be honest, that's literally every comedian. So listen, as we cleanse our energy and laugh along the way, this is Funny Energy. Welcome to another episode of Funny Energy. I'm writer-comedian Brad Wallach, <laughs> and I am joined, as always, by the lovely Jackie Leonardini. Is that, that's right, right? Yeah, Leonardini. I'm going to get it one of these days. Leonardini, well, whatever. You just call uh, me Jackie. Jackie, Jackie. Jackie the energy practitioner and clairvoyant. That's a good description, right? Sure. I'll, I'll take that. And we are so happy to be joined today by one of my favorite, I'm going to call you a young comedian. Okay. Wouldn't you consider yourself young? Yeah, mid thirties. Mid thirties, <laughs> but Lisa Traeger. We, we really got to know her because she would come on Lights Out with David Spade, that the show we were producing, and she just stood out, and she's just such a real and honest and open person. And I'll read your bio, which I didn't find on your website, by the way. I had My to go to like you so need to update bad. it. <laughs> Lisa Traeger is a stand-up comic who most recently was seen in the Judd Apatow movie King of Staten Island. And I went That's to get, true. I went to get my coffee this morning, and guess what? There was Maude Apatow's was right next to mine waiting to be picked up. Little tidbit there. She loves her dad. It's sweet. Well, that's good. Yeah, she was on set. <laughs> I go, oh, are you filming? She goes, I'm just here to hang out with my dad. That's nice. That's sweet. What a life. Must be nice. <laughs> uh, must be nice. All right. Anyway, you've also been on HBO's Pause with Sam J. You had Netflix and Comedy Central half-hour specials. Stop me if any of this is wrong. You've appeared on Seth Meyers, Chelsea Lately. Oh, I've heard of that show. At Midnight, Lights Out with David Spade. Heard of that one. Uh, you also co-host the podcast That's Messed Up, which is about SVU, right? Yeah. True Lana, crime true, SVU. Yeah, SVU. Yeah, do you like SVU? I totally love SVU. Oh, Who doesn't yeah. like SVU? And we talk to the celebs. Like, we talk to the actors from the episode we're talking about. We've met Captain Cragen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, my <laughs> my whole family would be freaking out. I got to make sure they're tuning in We freak into out your all pod- the time. Yeah. We'll meet Lou Diamond Phillips. I don't know if you remember him. He like I don't really slit the throat of a boy really, child. Lou Diamond Phillips, you don't go, oh, Law and Order SVU. You go La Bamba. Well, we talked about La Bamba a little okay, bit okay. because I don't know if you know this, but he's actually Filipino, but the Native yes. Americans and Latinos have adopted him into their culture. Where did I learn this? He was just in a movie. I might have told you this, honestly. No, no, no. I talk about it a lot. He was just in a movie. Whose movie was he in? Joe Coy's movie. Easter oh, Sunday, yeah. and he explains that he's actually Philippine, that he's not, and everyone thinks he's Mexican. And well, because they've like, adopted no, him. Like the Latino Group Association of America is like, we'll just count you. <laughs> they love him. Because he was believable. Yes. Yeah. But without further ado, I want to turn it over to Jackie to work with you. But and you don't become silent, or you do? No, no, I'm okay, here. Okay, okay, okay. Don't worry. I also, now that I see <laughs> you in mute. person, I don't have, yeah, I like that you wear bracelets. I don't know oh, if I know that through yeah, the yeah. Zooms. No, no, these are all bracelets that my kids gave me or that were made for me i love it yeah i have a rose quartz Ooh, that's love too i know i'm looking for love is that <laughs> is that where you're feeling blocked yeah 100 okay. percent. and i want to be more organized i keep trash and clothes like i throw things around everywhere mm-hmm. i want to clear my space and find love okay so have you ever had an energy healing session before? I don't think so, but I'm in it. But I've done like tarot because I've just, you know, if there's a, an opportunity to, to get mystical, I do it. energy on me before. Because well, maybe I... my paw, like, I don't know. But I'm always like the sound baths. I've been, I've. I lean in. Mm -hmm. I definitely lean in. Mm -hmm. I'm not a skeptic here. Mm -hmm. So perfect. So one of the things I like to do is to work with your energy body. So your chakra system. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with the chakras? Yes. So what you just said is I feel like I'm all over the place. Like I leave garbage and clothes and things. That's feeling scattered, right? Mm -hmm. So usually how we're feeling within ourselves is going to manifest outside ourselves. But we don't want to see it as a good or bad thing. We just want to go, oh, I think I want to evolve that to where I feel more rooted, grounded, and more directional with my energy vibration. Does that make sense? Yes. And so what I'd like to do is kind of work with a little bit of energy right now, like tapping into different vibrational forces of energy and merging it with your energy, which will help you to start to feel more centered and more balanced and like, oh, everything just kind of seems to be in place now Mm -hmm. because 
especially being out there in the public eye like you are. You do a lot of work where lots of people see you. A lot of your energy is kind of out there with all those things you're doing. So your energy is over there, your podcast, your energy is over here with this other show, your writing, your stand up. So you're kind of spread all over the place. Yeah, we needed to focus on our show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Brad. It's like an intervention. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Brad said that we need to get you on the show so we can get you focused. No, but and the other thing I'm getting with you, and you can tell me if this is off base, spot on, or if it's not, we can keep digging. But do you get itchy a lot? Do you feel like your skin is sensitive? I itch, but I don't know what's normal amount of itches or like it's too just, itchy. Just you almost know? like this little bit of, <laughs> like I feel it right in my in my throat and my neck. Like I have a thyroid problem. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. In the neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thyroid is. Can about- I smoke too much weed? My throat oh. does hurt all the time, and you I got, talk. I talk gotta, too much. My throat. I know it's no, go gummies. I I used to smoke too much. It ripped up. Yeah. I I had esophagitis, um, and she used to talk. Jack used to always say, "She goes, God, your chest is really on fire. It's burning." I go, "Yeah, I know." I, I have know. joints in here. I really am addicted to weed, and when mm-hmm. I take breaks, I like my life better. But then I want it. Mm-hmm. So then. You're wanting to be whole. I love cannabis as a medicinal plant. I do believe that. And I think it's very intentional. So for whatever intention we're using the plant, it's going to happen. So if you're using it to kind of escape, well, you're going to escape. And guess what? If you're not home, well, what? who is home? There's no one there to clean your mess. There's no one there to keep you whole. And so you want to stay present. You can still use cannabis, but maybe switch your intention with it, right? Maybe your intention isn't going to necessarily be to kind of mellow out or... I buy sativas. <laughs> I buy See, the I creative, if... the wake-ups. Yeah. I don't know the difference. Well, those but... are... No, they're that, all, that's all That's all marketing. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. they're like, this will keep you up. And you're like, okay, I'll take it. My wife does that shit. Yeah, she I, I, there was these gummies. She goes, "Can you get me those gummies that make you feel proud?" I realized it was just a pride gummy that they had made for pride, gay pride. And she goes, "No, this doesn't." I was like, "This doesn't make you feel proud. This is just in support of gay pride." And she's like, "Oh, I mean, but she falls for that. all that stuff." Although I, I have to say that setting an intention. So she's saying, "When I take this gummy, I'm gonna feel proud." So you know, intention is our magic. So when we're intentional. We are saying, what do I want my energy to do right now? What is it that I want to create? And so when you set that intention and you focus on it, focused attention is creation. And that is how we manifest. It's not, I'm going to write a million dollar check and put it in my pocket. You know, the secret. You remember that book that Mm -hmm. came out and so everybody's writing themselves checks and putting it in the pocket. Well, great. If you just put it in the pocket, you got to say, all right, what do I need to do now? What intention do I need to set so I can go in that direction where my attention goes, my energy flows. That's how I'm going to create. Sometimes when we are addicted to whatever it is, it could be anything. Now I'm giving over, I'm enslaved. I'm taking away my seniority over my own energy and the direction my energy is going to go. And I'm giving it to something else. I'm now void and absent. But if we're present here and now, I'm right here right now. All of my energy is here. So let's do something for you right now because you're so out there in the public eye, right? Let's get you back to you. And then when you're back to you, you'll start to notice, oh, because the thyroid is out of balance. That's why you have thyroid challenges. Do you take medication? Yeah, I'm a hypothyroid. I've been on meds since like third grade, but Mm -hmm. my parents didn't trust medicine. And so... (laughs) Like, we would hide the pill. Like, my dad didn't believe in it. Mm-hmm. Well, you and guys came from Russia, right? You guys yeah. escaped Russia, basically. And both of his brothers have died in medical care. And one time they fucked up Wait, his in Russia care. or here? One uncle died way before I was born in Russia. And then one here. And then my dad had a weird thing with surgery where they kept saying nothing was wrong. And then he had... Like he was in the hospital for over a month and a half and like mm-hmm. this giant surgery. So, and when we moved to America, someone tried to knock all my mom's teeth out and give her fake teeth because the government was going to pay for it. So they're not trusting. So I've always. Where were they going? Who was the. What? Like a uh, Medicaid dentist or something in the early 90s. They were like. bill for it. Oh my God. Yeah. So they were like, oh, let's just knock out your teeth. They're not that good and give you fake teeth. And she was like, 
Uh-oh. So I always had a weird thing with medication, and the past year my numbers have been so fucked up and all these tests, and it's because you're supposed to take the pill and wait a half hour before you eat or drink, and I just wasn't doing that. <laughs> I would take it whenever, or maybe in the morning or with breakfast, and then mm-hmm. I guess that that's all it took, and now my numbers are fine because I just followed the directions. <laughs> but... <laughs> It's amazing how you do that. But you, would you believe that when it's like take it or and you're not allowed well, to take no. it with other vitamins? And so I was taking it with everything. Yeah. So the big I one for me like, is that I do the antidepressants and that says don't drink on this and don't drink grapefruit juice. And I can drink alcohol. I would drink alcohol all day long on that thing. But there's something about the grapefruit juice, the specificity of the grapefruit juice. I'm like, I better not touch grapefruit juice. Like why? Like the, of all everything in the world. Grapefruit juice is the one thing that's so I just stay away from it, but I'm scared. But you're, I, you it are won't boozing. make it effective. What? But you're boozing. No, not right now. Okay. No. You're serious. I'm serious. Yeah. I'm He's good. watering. Yes, I'm watering. <laughs> so you both raise like such an interesting point, especially from the perspective of how do I own my energy? How do I direct my energy? How am I the alchemist in my own life? Meaning I'm going to pull in intentions and I'm going to make or create my life the way I want it. Oftentimes what you're also talking about is, wait, where am I the expert in my own life? Where do I know more than even someone who's saying they're the expert? You know, just because someone went to medical school doesn't mean that they know more than you know about you. And we don't want to take it too far and never go to a doctor and think we can self-diagnose all the time. But where we want... Jackie says I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, please please never. Please never take my my word for it. But You have boils all over your face. No, Jackie says nothing to worry about. (laughs) No worries. It's just energy coming out. Toxic energy. But the point is your seniority over your energy, where you're the expert in your own life comes from... You know what? That doctor, I don't get that I should talk to them. Or this physician over here, yeah, I'm hearing that's going to be what's good for me. Or, yeah, you know, I think I can. I'm not suggesting, please, going against a prescription or directives, but we could just say for the, the purpose of the point I'm trying to make that you're looking at that direction. You're going, you know, I could do the alcohol. I trust that feels all right for me. But the grapefruit, the grapefruit juice? juice? <laughs> no, that's not going to work for me. But, but the, point, the point is, I know I am the expert in my own life. I'm the expert. I know what's good for me and what isn't good for me. And if something is really harming me and I'm not aware of it, I know who to go and ask who can help pull me out of it. And that's having seniority over who you are, what you are, and where you're directing your life. It's your thyroid is out of whack. The chaos around you is trying to say you're out of balance inside. Look, look at me. Look out here. Oh, why do I keep having this experience where I feel scattered? Oh, because inside my vibration's off. Yeah. Your thyroid, is that literally in your throat? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like a butterfly your shape. Shot. Your fifth shot? Fifth. Oh, there we go. It's our and fifth shot. And that is shot. the big one, and especially <laughs> yeah. for someone who's in comedy and the stand-up. But that's your center of communication, correct? Yeah. Our fifth chakra is all about being in balance and being in discernment and knowing that we are, again, we are the authority within ourselves and that somebody else's opinion of us doesn't matter more than us. My opinion is what matters. And when we're totally in flow and balance, then what I know is going to be in the flow with what I say. So that's like a harmonic needs to happen. And so the thyroid harmonizes you know, our, our system, our digestion and everything. I would bet you have some well, digestive is, issues. I have so many, but this is the, this is the thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing. Which would the- be control <laughs> issues. Do you have those too? I don't think, what do you, I don't know. Well, control or the illusion of control where I, or anxiety where I'm afraid. Anxiety. There we but- go. Anxiety is the opposite of control. Anxiety is that something. (laughs) (laughs) But the problem with the thyroid is all of it that it controls. It also um, is the same stuff as like if you live a bad lifestyle, right? Like digestion, fatigue, metabolic, your all all of these things. Mm -hmm. But it's also like if you're not living well. So I don't know if it's the thyroid or my life choices. I I, I guess you're saying that it's all together. It's all together. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I would say that there's a disharmony. So at the root of who we are is energy. So energy is the root. If something harmful in my life has occurred at some point in time that I've perceived to be harmful, that energy then is the core. And if I'm in pain or in suffering in any way, shape, or form, and in this case it would be 
around feeling like I'm worthy feeling. And this is like the, the main thing that we're all dealing with is understanding our worth, right? Our value and feeling safe. And when you're in an entertainment world, a lot of times people who, who go out there in the world, they think, wow, they're really confident to put themselves out there. Well, actually, we're really afraid and I'm seeking validation. Show me that I'm valid, right? Please. And that's fifth chakra. Does, yeah. that, does that make sense? Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like the most desperate thing you can do is stand up, I would say. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. But... And so please find me funny, because if you can find my life funny, then I can cope with my life. But isn't it funny? Because Lisa comes in, we're saying all this, and she's insecure, and she doesn't know, you know. And here, Devin, our producer, is a huge Lisa fan, and was like really excited that Lisa was coming in. Because but it, she's honest. Because she's real. Well, she is, but, but, yeah. but it is amazing how, how, no matter how much reinforcement you get as a comedian, it's still, it's never enough. Because fifth chakra is all about, am I worthy? Am I enough? And what happens is, from my experience, I think I've done, you know, I don't know how many thousands of hours of healing with people for the past 12 years. At least 10,000, right? That's how you become an expert? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm no expert. And I never think, I'm saying this to you. You can tell me I don't agree with you. That's okay. Because you know what? I don't want to be the expert in your life. And I don't want someone to be the expert in my life. I want to help. My goal with working with people is to help you see what you need to see in this moment that's going to allow you to grow or to say, huh, I never saw it that way. And actually, I have some sort of ease and grace about it now because I can see it through the frequency, the energy of light of, oh, that experience is only for my growth. It's not to destroy me. It's not to create chaos in my life. It's not to hold me back. It's actually so I can evolve. And so when we begin to look at things that way, it makes a difference in everything. From our soul's perspective, my work is about how do you sit and see your life from the perspective of your soul? Your soul embodied, the root, our core frequency of energy is for us to become enlightened, meaning more light, not like, oh, I'm an expert and I'm all knowing and all loving. The all loving part is the only truth of that so that my soul can evolve to where my container, my boundaries are all being held from love. And so every experience is so that you can begin to see it that way. It doesn't mean you can't be funny. Matter of fact, you got to be funny. You've got to look at it again. Let's get up on that soul's perch. Everything's fucking funny because every bit of pain, the pain is the lie. And the reason she loves her is because she's being truthful. She's coming from a place of, let me show you who I am. And I'm going to show you that it's that it's funny. Which- yeah, because one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone says, you're so self-deprecating. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. at all I just feel like I'm being honest and aware of what I'm talking about that always bothers me when people are like well that's you don't a have judgment. to be so self-deprecating I'm like truly I'm not mm-hmm. I don't think I am you're just saying how you see it yeah yeah and that's your perspective everybody's perception is going to be different because we're all uniquely formed your vibration is unique to you my yeah. vibration is unique to me and so on and so on so you're looking at something from a different angle that may be their angle because they're looking at it from a pain of their own. Yeah. And so if we only look at others through our pain, we're only going to see pain. But if we look at somebody through our light, then we're going to see their light. And then the next thing is, are you showing up in your light or are you showing up in your pain? And when you're funny, you're showing up in your light. That's why you keep saying, no, I'm not self-deprecating. What are you talking about? But isn't self-deprecation a form of acceptance at one level? Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, keep going with that. Self-deprecation is almost like an understanding of your shadow, your shadows and your deficiencies. And so I don't see it self I I feel like that's knowing yourself is is to be able to be self-deprecating. And I think people love that. Audiences love when comedians are self-deprecating because they feel it feels relatable well maybe when men do it i think they feel sad they're like you don't have to say that and i'm like i i feel like i'm making sense i don't know <laughs> or once someone was like oh i just want to give you a hug and i'm like that's the craziest thing i i don't need you don't need the hug because what you're making such a great point and so are you that i'm like so excited to to witness and experience it with you all <laughs> is that you're you're showing what it means to have unconditional love for yourself because you're saying I understand that I have love and I hold shadow. 
And I'm not afraid of my shadow. I see my shadow as information. It's not, doesn't make me bad. doesn't make me wrong. It doesn't make me a loser. It makes me real that we all have shadow, every single one of us. What it is, is does my shadow run the show? Who's running my show? Am I sitting here and because I have pain and shadow, am I showing up in my shadow right now and throwing my shadow at you? Like, oh, you're self-deprecating. You shouldn't be so self-deprecating. That's me in my own judgment afraid of of self-deprecation or being self-deprecating now throwing my judgment at you that's what we call throwing energy judgment at you throat chakra that may make you or you can say i agree or disagree now if you agree with that judgment now you're in agreement with judgment that is pain now i've just absorbed that person's pain that they threw at me i've connected a cord of energy and pain And now I'm going to think about that person saying that to me. Why did that person say that to me? What did they mean by that? Where in the world am I self-deprecating? That's like that person just took a little straw, right? I can feel it in the throat. So sometimes I can start, (laughs) I'm like, I'm way too in your throat chakra right now because it's like, ah. But when I take that little cord, now that person took it and now they're stealing all your energy. Because you are sitting and spinning on that. I'm not saying you are. I'm using this as a great example. You're spinning on the energy of why, why, why every time you do that. Instead of thinking about your next joke or being, you know, something creative you're going to do, you're you're spinning your wheels on some comment that was coming from this person's pain, right? And we do that over and over again. Then we walk out of a conversation. We go, why am I so drained? Why am I so tired right now? Well, it's because you're giving all your energy to judgment, to that comment. That's going to throw us out of balance, right? And I think you're pretty good at kind of blocking that. I've become better at it once you realize people are coming from their own Mm -hmm. stuff. Which is consciousness and awareness, which is why you're so able to say, hey, this is my shadow. I'm an acceptance of it. doesn't mean that I'm going to let it run the show. It means that I'm going to evolve from it. And that's unconditional love. So first of all, tell me what you think is bad and tell me what is the trigger that pulls you down the road to an agreement with your shadow where you're doing things that you know cause you harm. I don't know the triggers of it all. So tell me what's one of your behaviors that you feel is I feel better when I'm more physically active Mm -hmm. and then I refuse to do it. Like I like (laughs) doing 10,000 steps. I like stretch. I liked my workouts. Mm -hmm. And then, so I lost 40 pounds and then I gained it back. Okay. And it's not, I freed myself about that, but it's like, I don't feel good. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. all I have to do is 10,000 steps. I like listening to podcasts. I live in a beautiful neighborhood. I used to do the steps and I just won't do it. And it's weird. And weed, I think, is the same thing. It's like weed, TV, not moving, not cleaning, not being, not cleaning my space, like all of that. I think you need better weed, first of all. Not all weed should make you couch locked. We can discuss that off air. That's true. Uh, (laughs) But but you also need to get a dog. That'll get you out walking. I can't. I'm just on the road. It's too much responsibility for me. It's like my dream. I want a dog, but like I, I want a partner. I don't know if I can handle a dog on my own. I really don't. So I would say what would be helpful. Of course, a teacup. Yeah, of course. I was envisioning some little teacup poodle that you can put in your purse. Oh, a little poodle. But then, then you don't need to walk it. So. But yeah, that's what it's like. I, I'm sitting in my home and there's like a beautiful part and I'm a few blocks from like the main cool mm-hmm. street mm-hmm. on my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's like, just go walk, just do it. And then when I do it, I'm like, what a great day. Or like social stuff where it's like, oh, just text someone. But then I'm I won't do it. But I know being social would make me feel better. But then I just I'm like, whatever, I'll just sit here. Well, I would say you're out of gas, meaning all of your energy has been drained. Because again, it's not present. It's not with you. Your energy isn't with you. Then you're going to have no vibrancy in order to go and do the things you love. You're going to want to do it, but it's just your, your tank is empty. But the other thing I want to say is I have a feeling you're an empath, that you're an absorber of other people's energy. And so you're full. Like I can't take anymore. When you're with someone, can you feel what they're feeling? No, but my mom always says this when I was little. I think empath is one of those words that's just overused now. You know, narcissist, toxic, empath. Right. So it's like tough and I'm too judgmental of the word. But yeah, I would always be friends with like a girl whose parents hit them or like, 
Like there was always just was that like a requirement some before you. Be, hey, do you have any trauma in your life? Okay. Kind of, yeah. Like I would just sit. And my mom would be like, "You need to stop." And she, like I would just remember this one particular time where I was sitting in the kitchen and this girl was just telling me all of her life traumas. Right. And I think this was junior high. Like I don't even think I was in high school. And my mom was like, "What are you? Do- you don't have to be friends with these people." But I don't know. How do you define? <laughs> so how do you define empath? When you feel for people or mm-hmm. like you feel their energy. Mm-hmm. So feeling someone's energy is one thing. Absorbing someone's energy is a different thing, right? So we can feel it, sense it. Like I can feel it, but I'm not going to absorb it. I'm not going to take it in like a sponge. I'm getting that when I use the word empath, I mean you're a sponge. Like you are just like this porous being that is walking around and you're just sucking it all in, right? (laughs) Sure, yeah. Does that make sense? It does. And so what we need to do is ring you out. We need to get, because that is part of the reason why you're like, I really want to do that, but I can't get there because other people's energy in our space is like lead and we can't process it because it's not ours. And so we spend all this time again, ruminating, wondering why, why, why do I feel this way? You're not going to figure it out because it's not yours. So you're just going to be stuck and you're going to feel like, why can't I get myself up and out? Well, because you're bogged down by something that's not yours. It's like putting on cement shoes, right? And you're like, wait, get these off me. But I I, I don't know how. Does this all make sense to you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That That wasn't so convincing. It is. I, I know I'm bogged. I'm definitely bogged down. I'm just trying to. So let's do this. So let's use energy to help clear your space okay. right and re get you back into balance energetically so there's four layers to our being we're spirit we're physical body we're of our mind and then we have emotions our emotions are the most pliable right they're waves they come in waves and so when we're feeling a certain way it's a good indication that there's something happening deeper inside in our energetic field that's holding us back and going back to the part of our conversation about you know am i going to be enough right especially when we're in that place and our we're feeling out of balance we're going to be extra absorbent. We're going to be able, because we're searching, we're searching for external forces to come inside and fill us. And so it's like we're this little beacon. Well, recently I was doing a live podcast with my friend and we meet people after the show. And one girl said something. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe you know that. Like she said something about my nephew. I'm like, oh my God, that you know that. And she goes, well, you talk about yourself a lot. I was like, you're at my show, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, yep, you're right. Um, Yeah, it's people do say crazy things to me all the time. So you just got off this big high of having (laughs) this great experience. You're beaming with light and that person's going or even the the shadow behind the person. Okay, so the shadow light thing. Let's let's not we don't want to judge her. We want to say her pain where she's like, why can't I be that funny? Or why can't I have my own show or wherever she was in? I'm reading she was in a little envy, right? Yeah. And so she just lobbed a big bomb at you to explode your light so she could reach in and take what she wanted. Emotional vampires. Yes. <laughs> That's why I have my evil eye. Yeah, mm-hmm. always. But when you're present, those things can't grab you because... Yeah, I've become way more chiller because I don't know. I'm sure there's lunatics in all industries, but in ours in particular, it is like, yeah, I've stopped being as bothered by mm-hmm. people because I'm like, I'm sure it's just people being mad about their own shit. Mm -hmm. I got an interview for a job and one of my closest friends went, you got an interview? And I was like, that is crazy. And it hurt my feelings, but I was like, this has nothing to do with me. But yeah, it was like wild. Exactly. Take nothing personally. It has nothing to, it was, it's her pain saying, well, I'm going to give you my pain here. You take it in exchange for all your light. And that's probably what your mom was saying. You know, and she's saying to you, why do you have to befriend all... No, my mom, but she has no friends. So for a long time, (laughs) I thought she was just being like... I understand her the older I get about like betrayals or people doing certain things or like being disappointed by people. Mm -hmm. And she's in her 70s. So it's like, oh yeah, you've seen all this stuff. She's always mad when I tell people I got jobs or when I got stuff. Like she doesn't trust anyone's energy. She's very like, don't tell anyone anything. Keep it to yourself. Why? What what does she think is going to happen? Evil eye. Really? Yeah, like hexes. Hex, yeah. 
You look at me like, like, uh, like duh. duh. <laughs> hexes, Gee, Brad. Come on, Brad. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize that. Yeah, hexes. Very, like, keep it inside. No one needs to know. Don't tell anyone anything. Like, they don't tell anyone anything about my life till it's, like, aired, done, oh, like, fully done. Mm-hmm. But they have no friends. My mom has absolutely no friends. But now. Are you sure you're Jewish? Uh, because my mother and father tell everything, even if it's not even going. They're like, oh, you should hear what Brad's doing. I do. Uh, maybe it's the Soviet. Yeah. Maybe it's the communism Stalin vibes exactly. that stifled them. It's a fear of destruction. Think about it. We want to cultivate vibrations that are flowing in the same direction. So in balance, your mom's got her pendulum went one way. <laughs> yeah. Trust no one. Protect at all costs. Yeah. Okay. To be in balance, it would be this is where my intention is. I'm going to share my intention with those who share their intention. So I was raised Catholic and my mom's always, I'm going to pray for you. I'm like, don't pray for me. <laughs> she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, what are you going to pray for, mom? Please don't let her get hurt. That's the opposite of what I want. If you're going to pray and put out what you want, but if there's going to be begging, pleading, or worry, right, anxiety in your prayer, I don't need it. I want only what I want to have happen to be out there. Well, I do because I like to celebrate every little win. So even if I don't get the thing, like I just get excited about the growth. A callback, mm-hmm. a thing. But, but which I think is that's, very healthy. That's right? gratitude, because yeah. gratitude is the frequency of energy. So gratitude is the way to creation. I always say that's how you take all the static off your line to the divine. When yeah. you're in gratitude, now all when when I say divine, I mean unconditional love, creativity, and truth in its purest form. So that's where I'm I'm always like, well, I'm really excited. I want to talk about it. My mom's like, watch out. They're trying to get it. <laughs> they're, they're trying. She's very uh, a little like when we would hang out with family, we would put safety pins inside of our clothes to like ward away evil, like cousin, like family. Like if anyone looks at me weird, I have like a hand signal so, I so do in my pockets. Wait, wait, excuse me. Like a uh, hand signal? Yeah, I, it's called a dulia. And like I do this, but they can't see it. So like if I was getting like weird energy from you, like I would do that in my pocket, or if I'm walking by and someone. It, have you noticed it? helps or like what's it supposed to do like ward something off or? yeah or if someone compliments me or says something but i don't trust what they're saying i'll do that and like oh wow. <laughs> see i use a, i use a, a white rose i envision a rose going between me and anyone i, I use roses i mean i walk yes, around with roses wrapped around me and I asked the ro- explode roses. We a explode lot. roses. So a rose vibrates. You're at- not there yet, Lisa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but I do love flowers. Yeah. So what <laughs> I was gonna do right now is I was gonna have her use a rose. I have roses right here. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh look. Yeah. yeah. Tattoos, right? Yeah. You have a lot of tattoos. I do. So a rose. <laughs> Oh. Observational. I'm observational. <laughs> a rose is in energy medicine school. They taught us about roses and that they have a vibration. So when we ask for something, we're creative beings. It appears. So I stay completely out of effort and I ask for a rose to come in between me and wherever I'm getting like a vibe that feels a little off or sometimes I'll just put the roses out because I know that I'm an absorber. When somebody talks about their feelings, I actually get I can feel it in my body. So I use the roses now to help me not absorb energy. Or when I feel like I have, I'll put a rose in front of me. I'll ask for it to come. It's a big, fat, beautiful rose. I can make it whatever I want to make it because I can. And so can you. So can anyone. And then I ask the rose to pull from me any energy that I've absorbed that does not belong to me or is no longer serving my highest and best good, meaning there's no information. There's no growth opportunity from me absorbing or from you absorbing what that woman said. Oh, you always talk about yourself. Is there something I need to know from that? Am I in agreement with arrogance? No, I'm not. So I don't need that information from that woman. I'm going to block it or I'm going to have the rose pull it from me before it really digs in and starts to drain me even further. So what I was hoping we could do, if you're game, yeah. let's just put a rose in front of you, right? Okay. Big rose, beautiful rose in between us and just start because can you feel all this kind of in your chest? Well, I have to pee throat? so bad. So I'm like only feeling my bladder, <laughs> unfortunately. I pee a lot. Do Maybe you, you can help me with that. Well, I pee way too much and I've gone to doctors and there's nothing physically wrong, but I am peeing constantly. And this has been a lifelong thing. Like on my high school swim team, I was like always asking to pee and the coach wouldn't let me. And then I became like such a fast peer. Well, wouldn't you just pee in the pool? No, because we're all swimming in a row. Like you don't want to piss in your friend's mouth. 
Thank you or, for making sure I never go in a pool with you, that, Brad. Yeah, well, <laughs> of course, peeing in like leisurely pools is fine, but when you're all like. <laughs> Swimming when you're in Vegas hanging out in the pool, then you, we can all pee. The, yeah. the, the, those are those times where you're like, you haven't left the pool for four hours and you've been <laughs> drinking the whole time. Where is this going? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but this I would like run, move my suit, pee, and then r- jump back into the pool really quick. Like if I'm at a restaurant, I, I like pee before I leave. I pee in the next place. I, is yeah. that also an anxiety thing? Well, yeah, probably because at concerts, yeah. anything I go to, I'm like, okay, I have to pee now before the music starts because I don't want to go pee later. It's like the peeing has taken over my life. It really has. <laughs> well, this so so why. you've at been movies, de- events, drives, everything is like always like, will I be able to pee? Where am I going to pee? Am I going to pee? Ah. <laughs> always. So that, you know what? She has that, piss anxiety. She has piss anxiety. I've never heard of that. No. What <laughs> what I'm hearing is that you're trying to get rid of energy that isn't yours. So the peeing is like I'm trying to eliminate. I don't know how to. I mean, peeing is a lot better. Most people are just angry. Like when they get full of other people's energy, they rage. I don't know what to do with this. Let me throw it up all over you. That's people you see that rage. Yours is I'm going to pee. I'm going to pee it out. That's what I'm I'm getting. I think you're, you've been eternally dehydrated. Yeah. Right. So even if you drank 20 bottles of water, you're still going to be dehydrated because it's, it's minerals. And let's face it, the food we eat isn't full of rich minerals because our soil has been so depleted and that's a whole nother topic. But what I want to do when you, she first came on, you said clutter, right? I got to get rid of the clutter. So this rose is a way. Well, clutter and she couldn't get a guy or a girl. girl. Pardon me. I did not want it. Yes. Anyone. A person. (laughs) A person. A partner. A partner. That was Well, yeah, because I couldn't even bring someone into the home. It's so messy. Like I would never invite someone to my home. But that's just showing you're afraid of inviting somebody into the internal mess that's going on within you. And so when you make room for you to get back into your body and only you're present in your space, okay, and we're going to talk about that in a second. I'll show you the practice that I use that Mm -hmm. helps me. Then there will be space for you to bring in that romantic partner that you are wanting to co-create, right? Let's get all the energy that you've absorbed, not only throughout today, yesterday, tomorrow, because when you future trip too, even that worry, oh God, you know, I'm going to have to pee in an hour and I'm freaking out about having to pee. You're putting your energy over there now. That's what anxiety is. Anxiety is I'm afraid that I won't be able to handle what's going to happen. So I better go out there and try to control it. So anxiety is an energy of control and control is an illusion. So like this was the first year for my birthday where I made no plans and it stressed me out, but then it was great. I didn't rent anything. I didn't make a reservation, nothing. And it felt. And you enjoyed it? I did enjoy it, but I was scared the whole day that like no one was going to be, what's going to happen. I'm a you know, all of that. But what did you end up doing? Did you end up like seeing people or? Yeah, I, I was in New York. I got like my nails done. I got a blowout and then I met my good friends and then a random friend who's a great, a good friend, but it was like my best friends. And then a random friend met us for dinner and then a few friends were in town and we met up at a bar. And it was a great night. You let go. Yeah. But usually I'm like, okay, I made reservations for 10. Who's coming? What's going on? We're going to go here later. Let's see this play. I, I booked this hotel room. I'm always, um, yeah. It sounds like my wife. <laughs> well, because if you if you have everything planned and you're in that linear planning, then you can feel safe. Yeah, now, you control now I'm okay. But then it's not because then I'm like, is everyone having fun? Are these people getting along? Yeah. <laughs> All of yeah. that. You're, you're never, you're never in either. the moment. You're, you're never in the moment enjoying but this that. birthday, like during the day when I was alone getting my nails done, I, I cried a few times, but I also got my period that day. But then from dinner on, I had a great night and it was really fun. <laughs> so when we let go, we're trusting all the intention that I've set is going to bring to me exactly what I'm asking for. That's trust. Being in that place of trust is being present, like right here, right now. So something that will be really great for you so you're not out there and your energy's right here, right now. Presence is where we're the most capable. Presence is where we are the most creative. And when we are present within ourselves, we are whole. And then our intentions now, we get to decide where our energy goes. And then we can create from that. So first, you got to empty out, though, because if you're full of a bunch of clutter, you can't get in your own body. You can't get in your own space because all that muck is there. And so let's get rid of the muck. We got to stir the pond to clean it 
first when we stir it, it's going to be even more murky. So it feels uncomfortable. That's why a lot of us don't do it. And then we got to stir it again. And then when we skim the surface and we pull all the muck out, now the light can come in, right? We can see the bottom. And so that's kind of what I want to do with you. It was just funny you did a dishes metaphor. Uh-huh. Because I don't do them. <laughs> Apparently, and cleaning a pot. I was like, never in my life. Yeah. <laughs> you know when you're putting away all the dishes that you just cleaned? No, never. <laughs> don't even know where they go. Well, well, maybe if you start, I don't doing... even have a uh, silverware holder. It's like too much for me. I like them loose. <laughs> They're all loose in a drawer. <laughs> Well, the only cleaning up <laughs> that you really ever have to do is the internal cleaning. And yeah. then somehow the external cleaning just always happens. Yeah. But in energy medicine school, our, my mentor used to say to me, you're just a janitor. You're going to clean up the energy all around you. I'm like, I don't want to be a janitor. I want to be like a light warrior or something like that that's super cool. And he's like, you're a janitor. Get out there and clean up the muck. But we use light to clean up the muck. So that's what we're going to do right now. So we have seven main chakras. Are you familiar? They're little energy portals. I know it's like head, throat, stomach, but those are the only ones. So head, seventh, top of the head, connected to the divine. Six is our sixth sense, our ability to see. That's the forehead between the eyes. The throat chakra, fifth chakra, that's about the expression of our worth and our truth when we're in balance. That's your thyroid. So that's where you're obviously out of balance because our chakras are related to different parts of your physical being and your mental being. And so when that chakra is out of balance, when that energy is off, usually depends on what charge of energy or how far out of balance or in a pain energy frequency that you're in, that will create the dis-ease. So dis-ease in my emotions and my energy, if it has a lot of charge, atoms to molecules to matter, it's going to actually shift the well-being of our physical body. And so that's what's going on with your chakra, okay? I mean, your thyroid, fifth chakra. So that's where we want to focus and what we can focus there in a second. Heart chakra, chest, all about how do I love? How do I give? How do I receive love? The other area that you're saying that you want to find more balance in is I want to be able to be in a reciprocal relationship that gives and receives love in a way that feels right for me. So we want to work on that heart chakra, fourth chakra. Is there a way to make sure that we can get a partner who can organize dishes better? Yeah. Is this a heart chakra? If that's her love language, right? That may be her love language. Which to help the declutter. Yeah, that's what we want to find (laughs) out. Well, once we get her thyroid and stuff in balance. Or someone that just won't be mad at me. You know, I don't want to live my life with someone that's like, you left the dishes. You know, Have like you that. had that experience before? No, I just see it all around me, I guess. I also wouldn't want someone just doing everything for me either. But I was talking to a comic recently and he was saying that he won't even, like his wife will go and shimmy his glass, like his can to make sure, and if it's empty, he needs to throw it away immediately. And to me, I was like, I would, I don't want to live like that. I, I would rather just hire someone once a week. What you're saying is you want somebody who's going to meet you in regard, that if sure. it's important to you, it's important. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I could say something like well we all are in a dreamland because we create our own reality it depends on our perspective and where are we going to agree and you're going to say I'm going to disagree with someone who's going to nitpick me and I don't want to be in a military state where my can has to be empty and I have to throw it away so let's go back that's fourth chakra right and then what we were just talking about about this regard and not control and think I'm going to lord over you you must live your life the way I want you to live it or you can't be in my life that's third chakra solar plexus and that's all about how do I regard and honor myself? How do I show up? And when we're in fear that we're not enough or we're not showing up for ourselves, that's where control and the illusion of control or the illusion of responsibility. And that means that if I control something, I'm going to get the response I want. And how I behave is going to direct how I'm responded to. And that's a lie. Yeah. So that's where anxiety comes in. I've got to control. I got to grip. The harder I grip, the more control, the safer I am, the more everything is going to happen exactly how I want it. And that is the biggest lie that we all believe. The truth is when I show up in honor of myself and come from a place of love, now I'm putting love out there. Because we live in a cause and effect reality with energy, everything is cause and effect. We are electromagnetic. If I put out that love and honor of myself, now I'm going to get that back. Now I'm in mutual regard. And that shows me I'm capable. And that's the kind of relationship that I hear that you're asking for. But first, you got to do it for you. Because every time we go to a fear, 
we're betraying ourselves, and then we're absorbing other people's energy and because we don't have a boundary because our boundaries need to come from third chakra i'm going to set a boundary my yes and my no is going to be an honor and in value of who i am my truth fifth chakra now i have this boundary i'm not going to absorb that guy's energy over there yeah and i'm not going to try to control it because i trust that i am safe because I honor myself. Second chakra, belly button, is relational. Everything is reciprocal. How I relate to you, what I put out there is going to come back to me. But if I'm in fear or I'm in competition, I got to win, I got to lose, I got to be right, I got to be wrong, I'm just going to get more of that. And then I'm going to feel out of balance. And the second chakra, third chakra has a lot to do with upper and lower digestive systems. Root chakra, and this is where I think your root chakra, as far as you not absorbing minerals, it has to do with, am I grounded here in present? We want to get you grounded, feeling connected to the earth. Again, the earth is full of minerals, right? And so... Do you see how the energy is related to the actual physical experience and starting to make those connections, which will help you stay present? So that's your root chakra, which is at your tailbone. I have an extra tailbone. Excuse me? Yeah. How do you I have an extra like de- like hole on the top of my butt. Wow. Not a full hole, like what? an indent, like a belly button. Like- did, did you have a tail? Not a tail. It moved to the side. It did? And so I'm there's sorry. just like... A hole. There is a hole in my tailbone, mm-hmm. in my butt. What? So were you like supposed to be a dog or something? And then like it didn't. <laughs> I don't get. I don't know. There was just like one time my dad sat me down for a talk, and in my head I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna tell me about sex. Like I don't want to have this sex talk. And he like drew the spinal cord, and then he's like, you actually have an extra tailbone. Actually. We're here to talk about you being a freak. Yeah. Uh. And it's never been mentioned again, but I had this one talk. And then he said that there wasn't enough, because I was born early, there wasn't enough time to like close, yeah, fuse that. So that's why I have like an extra indent. And then my bone went sideways. And then I was like, okay. And then it's never. Is it uncomfortable that you feel it? No, but you know, like ab exercises where you have to go like this, like that. All those ab exercises I do. Yeah, if I have to like balance on. Like if I have to do an ab exercise. <laughs> what? Well, that's when it hurts. It sounds like just don't do ab exercises and we're, we're good. We're like sitting in a weird thing for maybe a long time, but yeah, very minimal pain. Like it doesn't. So does that mean she has two first chakras if she has yeah, double is, tailbone? Oh gosh. Being I, grounded. Yeah. What is no, the first? I think what it means is that she's probably, what, what is your sign? Your astral? I'm a Virgo, but I have three planets in Virgo. So that's all about control. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a Virgo. Mm -hmm. What that's telling me is that also pulling yourself into the present, like somewhere, somehow presence doesn't feel right to you. It's like you're disconnected from yourself. That's what that's telling me. So your soul's, what I would say, your soul's growth opportunity is presence. So you embodied to really learn how to finish forming that tailbone in the here and now how even though it it didn't form physically you have to fuse it energetically and so presence is going to make a huge deal and a boundary right so what a bone is is a boundary it it takes form it has shape and it has an edge to it so your opportunity is to really work on being in the here and now and holding your boundary creating your own form and shape and not letting people in, which is why your mother keeps going, don't let them in, don't let them in. She's trying to say, you need a boundary, but you're saying, well, that's a harsh boundary. I don't need a harsh boundary. And and that is accurate. You want a soft boundary, meaning from love. I'm gonna set a boundary. I'm going to protect myself. I'm going to know who to say what I need to say to and know who I'm not going to say it to. You're going to use your little symbol, which is fabulous, <laughs> because that's telling yourself this is where you need to hold your line. And so what I want to do in all that clutter, don't let the clutter in, don't let the clutter in. But what's happening is because your energy is not with you, the clutter's coming in. So, all right, bottom of your feet, there are chakras. These chakras attune us to the earth. Uh-huh. So I just want you to focus on your feet for a moment. Do you have double feet bones? Is that what you know about? <laughs> Do you have two heels? Yeah, two heels. <laughs> An extra toe? <laughs> so we're just going to focus and do this with us. Just focus on the bottom of your feet. Just feel the floor beneath you and just call up. We're just going to ask for energy to come up from the earth. And this energy is energy of presence. Present time earth energy is what I call it. And what this energy does now is we're saying, you know what? I want to be right here, right now. 
we're calling in this creative earth presence and just let it come up through your feet. Feel your entire being like you can envision it coming up through the legs, feeling your torso going out through the arms, up out your neck, out the top of your head, and then just flowing around you and back down to the earth. This present time earth energy, just let it run. And we want that energy to come in because it's going to push out from your space anything that's not that, that doesn't serve a purpose, right? It doesn't have information for you. All the muck. This is where we're stirring the pond. And so let's just ask this golden light to come in through the top of your head. And it'll come along your spinal column. And it's going to touch down at your two tailbones. <laughs> and then some... Yeah. <laughs> and we laugh because it's important to laugh when we're doing this work. Because effortlessly, as I'm asking this energy, it's coming in. I'm not sitting here trying to focus on it. I'm just asking because I trust that... I am energy. When I ask energy to come, it flows. It's that, again, cause and effect. So this is something I do with my clients in all the sessions when we start, because even though we've had this great conversation, I don't really want to talk to all your muck. I want to talk to you. And you show up in your light, right? You really do. You don't choose the muck. The muck chooses you because... Love that. Well, like, yeah. <laughs> it's because it's a magnet. Yeah. And what's happening is, like your mom said, why do you always choose this person over there that's got so much going on? It's because you're kind. It's because you go to empathy. And that's how the muck gets in, because you're feeling sorry. But I would say that everybody experiences what they're going to experience for their own growth and expansion. So you don't have to go to empathy and let all the muck in. Yeah, I definitely make excuses for a lot of people because I know what they've been through or like what's happened. Right. And then I've but, been fucked over for sure. Yeah, because yeah. you let them in because you feel sorry for them. Yeah. And guess what? That shadow energy can't wait for you to feel sorry for them because they're like, oh, look. There's a doorway. She feels sorry for us. That's victim consciousness. So when something terrible happens in the world and I look at it and I go, please, divine spirit, that is awful what just happened. Whatever that person came in here to have that experience for, allow them to grow and expand from that. I don't need to take it on. I need to say, what do I need to know? Am I supposed to help? Am I not supposed to help? What are we supposed to do? But that happened not to them. It happened for them in some way, shape, or form. When I do that, all the darkness that perpetrated that painful thing gets pushed away because love and light and trust push a shadow out. And so what we're doing by bringing this golden right now is we're pushing away all that pain. We're saying, I don't agree with it. I know there's light here somewhere, mm -hmm. right? It's almost people call it the silver lining or whatever. I'm going to find that silver lining. I'm going to find that growth. And when I do that, now I can be of service in some way, shape, or form. But if I go to empathy for that person, I'm just stuck in the muck with them. How am I going to get out? The only way out of the muck is in the light. So that's why I tap into these frequencies of energy because they help me stay out of the muck. And so by running this energy, present time earth energy now up through your feet in gold coming down through your crown, touching out at your tailbone and spinning and humor is so important in this humor 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 because humor is light right and then a white rose just picture in front of you we're magicians as you say it it's there and we're going to ask it to pull from you especially your throat chakra and your heart chakra and your third chakra so fifth fourth third throat heart solar plexus Please pull any and all energy that does not belong to you or is no longer serving your highest and best good, meaning there is no wisdom in it. You got the message already. You don't need it anymore. And so just let all that go, that fear of betrayal, that fear of not being enough. Those are some of the things we've talked about today. Just let it all go into the rose, pulling and drawing out from you. And sometimes when you do this, you can ask, and I'll, I'll do this, like, what color is that energy? Like, if I ask you just what comes to mind, like, what color is that energy? The moment you said it, it's uh, the first thing that came to my mind was yellow. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yellow. So I want you just to focus on that yellow for a minute. And when you focus on that yellow, what feeling pops up for you? Urine. <laughs> <laughs> but it is sick. I do have to pee again. It's like sickening. Sorry. Maybe that's but what, but that's what you're yeah. seeing. Yeah, you're seeing it. Yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> but what is urine? What do we know? What is urine? People's uh, energies flowing out. Yeah. <laughs> right? Urine is, is like... Getting the muck out. Getting the muck out. So keep it coming out. Let it go. Release it, go. it all. Release all of it out into the rose. 
Now we're going to put a rose behind you, too. Let's get the back and each side <laughs> above and below you. Ask these roses to take all of that energy, wherever you're holding it. Release it from your space. Just keep releasing. How does that feel? It feels good. Does it feel like you have space now? More spacious inside yourself. That's what we're looking for. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You don't have to know. You have a couple minutes to find it. <laughs> so this is an exercise. And anytime I feel full, I use a rose. And I'll just keep going until I feel spaciousness. No matter how long it takes. Sometimes it's like that. And sometimes it takes me 10, 20, 30 minutes. But I don't give up on it. Because that just means I've just absorbed a lot. And you know when you walk into a room and someone's just thrown energy up all over you. Or you walk in and you'll be like, oh, this feels off. I feel out of whack so keep releasing 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 and then what we do with the roses we just see them just kind of disintegrate and all that energy goes into the earth so this is an energy medicine tool that is a practice so you practice it but you don't practice with effort you practice with effortlessness mm. make sense you, you went into a little bit of effort because i asked yeah. you to focus <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. But I wanted you to, and I wanted to demonstrate that energy, even though it's muck, it has some information. We don't want to stare at it. We just want to dip our toe into it to get the information and get out. Like, who's in my space? Who am I giving my seniority over to? Basically saying when she does this and she practices this, then she'll get laid. Yep. (laughs) Let's get the clutter out. Yeah. But also what I'm saying is when she gets all this out, she can get in. Mm -hmm. See, you you can't really get in. So I'm going to ask those roses now just to go into the earth. Okay. We're going to rinse. So now after I do that, I see this royal blue light. Royal blue is a frequency. It's like, think about antiseptic blue, right? It's like you wash the counter, now I'm going to spray the Windex, right? Mm -hmm. It's the cleaning and, and getting rid of all the, we'll say, bacteria or whatever, right? The germs. So rinsing your whole entire being. So I just envision this blue energy just flooding every atom in all four layers of my being and letting that energy just go down into the earth. And I keep rinsing it, rinsing it until I feel it viscerally in my physical body is, can I breathe a little easier? Do I feel like I can see things a little bit more clearly? Or do I just feel like I'm right here right now with you and my mind isn't in the future wondering about what I'm having for lunch or, you know, who I got to call? I'm here. I'm present. I feel like that's going to have to be a practice because yes, I'm, I'm not even in this moment at the moment. I know. <laughs> that's why I'm doing this with you. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't expect in one hour that I can get you there or that you can get yourself there because it is a practice because you have to disagree with that anxiety. Yeah. And guess what? All that anxiety, you've been dinner. It can only exist because you keep agreeing with it. And so when yeah. you say, ah, oh, you know what? I'm going to be present. It goes, excuse me. No, you're not. You're not going to be present. Anxiety wants to stay. It's a beast that's been fed. It's got a lot of charge to it. So the practice is disagreeing with it. No, I'm going to be right here right now. So I just walked you through something that I I practice. I've been practicing for 12 years. And I will continue forever to practice because what do we know that the shadow is always going to be there, but so is my light. And I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose every time presence when I can. So for you, a really simple antidote is to say, no, when you feel yourself going out there, no, I'm right here right now. And then the next really simple thing is as a practice, as a tool, is just to say your name to yourself three times. Because when you say your name, you're calling your energy into the present. When you say your name three times, you're calling your energy into the present, integrating with your mind and body. How does that feel for you? It feels good. I like the... The energy in my body is mine. Mm-hmm. And then saying the name. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're right about the weed and all of that. It's like escape. It's like not being in the moment. Mm-hmm. And so instead of like grabbing the joint or like smoking, it can be this moment and trying mm-hmm. to like, what do I actually feel instead of controlling it? Mm-hmm. And then lead for that instead mm-hmm. of toking. Right. And you're super brave. And make room for everything else in your life that can come. Yeah. Like a like a partner. Yeah. Right? And so when you're present and when you're saying, wait a minute, I how do I feel right now? My feelings matter to me, number one. They matter because they have information. Well, this has been great. I hate to cut it short. It's not short, actually. No. <laughs> no, I done like a long time. And you can pay for the next session. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
that's what this is. It's just to get Jackie more clients. Oh, um, gosh. No, Lisa, you were wonderful. Thank you Thank for you. coming on. Hopefully you can use some of the stuff that she has imparted upon you. And, you know, Lisa, two tailbone Traeger. <laughs> Thank you. And thank you, Jackie, again. And we will be back with you next time on Funny Energy. Thank you so much for listening to Funny Energy. And don't forget to write a review wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out. Sure does, Jackie. While you're at it, follow us on Instagram at Funny Energy Podcast for more updates on upcoming guests, episodes, and all things funny and energy. We'll see you next week for another energy cleansing. And some real laughter through the pain. <laughs>